This is the Jays from Home podcast, a podcast where my brother Matt and myself, Steve, talk about the Toronto Blue Jays and our personal lives uh, centered around uh, the three true outcomes of the home run, strikeout, and the walk. So I guess you did the intro then, didn't you? I did. Okay. Um, yeah, and one thing I was going to mention last week when you made me do the intro I, that I forgot was... Um, we sort of have uh, different kind of um, approaches to, to baseball. Um, I am a hardcore baseball fan who reads a lot of articles and listens to probably more hours of podcasts worth of baseball than there are during the week while watching children and doing other things. Um, and you, you're, you're, you're kind of taking the more casual approach to uh the Blue Jays, which I think gives a good and unique kind of um, uh, view and, and and take on 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 how the Blue Jays. Uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, I I I do read um, not not a lot, but I read mostly about the Blue Jays. Like I don't read a lot of stuff or listen to a lot of stuff about baseball in general. I find that the Blue Jays podcasts that I well, I just listened to one right now, but they tend to uh, dive into some of the baseball news a little bit. So I, I hear about in general what's going on in baseball through like, I guess, osmosis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Yeah. So I'm not like in a vacuum where it's just the Blue Jays, but uh, I, I pay atten- more attention to the Blue Jays than the rest of baseball for sure. Yeah. And um, I, I guess, I guess what, what, what my, 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 my main point is, or what I'm trying to say is, is that, there's kind of a room for all all levels of fandom in this podcast. Uh, it's 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 an approachable podcast. We're we're like we're like a a, a cuddly kitty cat of a podcast. <laughs> um, I, I guess the the more approachable part is I definitely don't look into any of the advanced st- statistics. I I don't really either. Like I I acknowledge their um, existence and appreciate them, but I don't have time for the math. Yeah, no, I let the experts. Uh, they they'll rank. They'll tell me whether this is a good stat or not. I think I think, I think my favorite advanced stat, and I think that as far as like from the batting perspective, um, uh, is is OPS or no, sorry, um, weight. Uh, what's the what's what, weighted runs what, created plus? Well, yeah, weighted runs created plus. Where like 100 is is the average, at like average baseball player, and anything above that. Is you, you can tell it's if good. they're better than average and anything below that. That that's a good kind of all-encompassing batting stat that I really like. WAR is good too because it 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 uh, measures both hitters and 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 pitchers. But uh, weighted runs created uh, plus is I think my favorite offensive um, kind of uh, stat for yeah uh, players. And I think uh, I think generally I get the uh, I get the general understanding like the joke on on Twitter is usually is this good and uh, and it's usually referencing something that is usually pretty good. And yeah. speaking of Twitter, we should probably remember to remind everybody we're on Twitter at Jays from Home. Jays from Home at Jays from Home. Yeah. Um, and and then the other the other um, more regular stat that I that that is more easily appreciable for, for, for folks is the um, on-base percentage. So, yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that's a, uh, that's not an advanced stat. That's been around. No, it's not an advanced stat, but it's, it's something that, um, 
it's going a little further than just digging into the batting average. Just a little right. further, not much, but a little further. So uh, we have some notes to go through before we dive into our season preview today. Um, okay. Yeah, so so you pointed this out, uh, March birthdays. We're, we're at the end of March now, but uh, uh, I think it's a great month. Well, but, it's your birthday's uh, in March, yeah. You you share uh, a birthday with 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 Beau Bichette. Um, who else is there? There's there's uh, Vladdy was born in March. Yeah. Um, Ryu is born in March. I, I don't know. Is there? So so I'm wondering is 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 um is this the um the the new Moneyball? Is this what not not just getting uh offspring from from Hall of Famers, but actually just selecting players who were born in in March? Is that the new advantage that the Blue Jays front office is taking advantage of? Well, March is a great month, but I, I wonder, is it March specifically, or is it just get a whole bunch of players who have a birthday in the same month? Like, you could have a team full of players with uh, July birthdays. Well, we'll have to, um, I guess maybe during the offseason, we'll put together the uh, the all-time great uh teams month by month, and we'll, we'll have to see, we'll have to take a look. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's... Um, Maybe that's who wins the World Series every year. Maybe maybe the Dodgers have found a secret month that nobody knows about. Who knows? Uh, Smarch, probably. Yeah, Smarch, yeah. Uh, okay, um, so March in closing is a is a great month. Um, and so I didn't have any notes from Vanessa other than today she was wearing some Blue Jays gear. So I, I, I count that as a note. Did you have a note from uh, from Krista about the um, I do. Let me just scroll. Well, I don't know why I had it all the way down at the bottom. First of all, has Vanessa listened to the podcast yet? No. Okay, but we're getting closer. She's wearing Blue Jays gear. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Uh, so let's do a little bit of a red carpet interview. What was she wearing? Uh, long sleeve, uh, dark gray uh, shirt. I wouldn't call it a t-shirt, but t-shirt material. Did you steal uh, the shirt from her? Because no. it looks like you're wearing the same thing. No, this is blue. There's no blue other there's than the gray. blue jays. Gray. Uh, but there's blue sleeves. Okay. Hers was more of a closer to black than the gray. But okay. I think she picked it up when we went to one of the blue jays games and probably anywhere between 2015 and 2017. Okay. No, no, no blue jays cap or 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 or, or toque. She has a, a blue jays hat, but but is she wearing, wearing it? Though? She's not wearing it. Okay. Well, well, she's getting closer to listening to the podcast. Um, again, may, we we can we can maybe focus on the small business initiatives that the Blue Jays offer on a future podcast, and that that'll, that'll hook her. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive into our oh, I didn't get to my stuff. notes yet. What's that? I didn't get to my notes yet. Well, because she said she said that um, I should add more uh, dad tips. Um, and not to call her out on the podcast, which I'll, I'll I'll take one of those pieces of advice. I don't know, like if I uh, I can't I can't uh, uh, guarantee that uh, I won't uh, shame publicly shame her on the podcast if she doesn't fill up the Brito water jug. That's that's well, dear, I can't I can't do it. Um, and then I I just had a note to myself. I noticed listening back to last week's podcast that I say the word like like a lot. So I I, I guess that's my my crutch word. So I'm gonna. I'm going to try. I can't make any guarantees, but I'm going to try to not say the word like as much, but then I might Except be in context. About... You can it's use good. it for you can use it in context um, and as well as if you're if you're uh, 
if you're making any similes, I was going to say, like, if I'm doing a simile, like or as. Like and as are encouraged in those uh, uh, thesaurical terms. Is that a word? Thesaurical? Sure. Why not? I, I say um a lot. I know that that's... Well, um is, I think, time. a little more acceptable than like, because, um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like it's a little... It's, maybe, maybe it's more like kind of like Zen-like ohm, so like it kind of calms people down while you're in a thought. But the only I, advantage to saying um a lot is that it stands out when you're editing. So if I really felt like editing out all the ums and ahs or whatever, it's it's usually one big waveform and you can just cut it out. But I I don't worry about that too much. Yeah, no. Um, it's something both of us going to radio broadcasting school back in the early aughts have been have been, I guess, conditioned to try to avoid our crutch words. <laughs> Hasn't worked so far for me. Okay, uh, baseball stuff. We so we have the season preview today, um, but we're still we're still in spring training as we record this. I think is Monday the last game of spring training. Um, let's take a look at the old schedule. I uh, sorry if I'm talking away from the microphone here. Um, I think that it's maybe Tuesday. Let's see. Uh. Do, 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 do. uh yeah, there's there's still some games on Tuesday, and I think Wednesday's the off day, and then everything starts up on Thursday. Okay, so well, I think it's fair to still go through uh, the home runs, strikeouts, and walks for uh, for the Blue Jays for spring training before we get into the the regular season. Um, so let's start with um, let's start with uh, let's end the spring training on a positive. So let's start with the strikeouts today. Okay, yeah, well the injuries. Uh, yeah. Those are the list here. Um, and and so so we went from having two Kirby's on the rest roster to to none. Now one one Kirby was it was a, was just a, a sent down to the minor, but minors. But I didn't even know there was a, a two Kirby's on the roster until I was listening to the the the, well, the I didn't know on the radio yesterday. <laughs> so there's the second secondary metric is uh, players with the same name. It hasn't worked out yet. No, no. So, so speaking of Kirby, that's we're talking mainly about Kirby Yates. So, in our notes on the on the picture that I put in there, originally it was uh, they said likely out for the season, but I think it was confirmed. Tommy he's, he's, days Tommy ago. he's yeah, Tommy Tommy Jondis. So, so no Kirby Yates, uh, and I think a lot of the criticism around that one was, uh, well, the Blue Jays shouldn't have spent the money on him because uh, I, I think we were talking about it during the week. He failed a couple of physicals between the Blue Jays and the Braves. But they knew that they knew that going in. So they knew it was a risk. So it was a it was a calculated risk on their part. They knew going in that uh, he had some some blips on his physical there. Um, so they lowered the, the guaranteed money and, and threw in some, I guess, some bonuses. Um in the big picture, not looking at this specific signing, um, this, well, I guess just this signing points to the fact that they're willing to put some money into the in, into winning baseball games. Uh, yeah, you look at so, this in the in the big picture. So it's it's in the small picture, it's a strikeout. In the big picture, it's generally a positive because we see that they're 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 willing to spend on the team. I think what makes the injuries a strikeout for me was just that there was it seemed like uh, 
there was one new injury every day coming out. Well, yeah, and, like the injuries in general, yes, is, is for sure a strikeout. And but, I, I, I think it's also proof that <laughs> spring training is at least one week too long. <laughs> but they, Tommy John they started early now, right? What's that? They, they in the recent years they've started it early. Well, not that they start oh. earlier. It was just too long. Like the length of, of of spring training could be like three weeks, four weeks. I think it's like at least five weeks. Um, yeah, I think it's it's just too long. They could shorten it up a little bit. Also, the other other injuries. So Nate Pearson, we talked about before, but uh, since I put this in the notes, I believe he did have a bullpen session. Okay. I, I so he's not starting the season for sure, but uh, I sounds like he's going to be back before too long. It's still kind of vague. Um, the note that's on this image here is cautious but optimistic, so that's that's positive. I'm gonna call that term cautiousmistic. Yeah, um, Thomas. We're, Hatch, we're using lots of we're using lots of spoonerisms today. I think Thomas Hatch we mentioned last week too. Uh, apparently, it was uh, well. I don't know what it means exactly. No UCL involvement. I guess that so means no Tommy arm. John. No yeah. Tommy John is what that, that means. They're not going to Tommy John him. Uh, so it says he won't miss significant time. So that's good. Um, Will he be back before Easter? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to say that. Um, let's. I'll save Robbie Ray to last because I think you uh, wanted to talk about that specifically. Yep. But George Springer was the only non-pitcher on the list who has uh, a grade two oblique strain. So a little bit older than a grade one, I guess. Um, More mature. Just, yeah. Um, just missing opening day, but I guess it doesn't sound like it's a serious injury. Yeah, I don't remember whether it was Andrew Stoughton, Stoughton or Drew Fairservice, but somebody mentioned the fact that the fact that um, uh, Jonathan Davis made the team as an outfielder in reserve they were wondering if maybe that points to if George Springer's injury is going to be a little longer than we uh, okay. expect, but maybe just Jonathan Davis made the team and they, as a, as a, on his own um, performance in spring training. I don't know. We'll have a little of both. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's just on his own performance and that Springer won't be out too long. Yeah. I think also um, between it was either, I think Caitlin McGrath said it on spin rate that, if it is something where he's going to be injured a little bit longer than just opening day, that they can uh, retroactively put him on the disabled list uh, yeah. back yeah. to spring training. So he's not gone for a long time. Yeah. Well, if it's us. just day to day, hopefully he won't have, you have to put on, 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 uh, on the disabled or no, sorry. It's the injured list now. It's not, it was, it was the disabled list. They changed it last year. It's the injured list. Right. Right. Um, and so the last one, the last major one, I guess, is uh, Robbie Ray, who had, um, I guess, probably the the most cliched spring training injury that we were kind of joking about early in the podcast. Where he fell uh, down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. And I call, I Bruce think that, elbow that, falling down the stairs, carrying yeah. his child. Yeah. And I th- that's a pretty, I, I called, I, in the notes, I said it's the most dad injury, but it's the most par- parental injury that you can get. Um and I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, a step-by-step breakdown of the injury because I know exactly how it happened. Um, now, um, are you are you ready? Are you, uh, yeah. Do you have any? Do we have I'm any waiting. Do we have any? So wait. Have, are you saying that uh, that you have also bruised your elbow falling down the stairs? 
carrying I have never fallen the down the stairs. Uh, Krista, though, has fallen down the stairs twice. Once with a baby, once without the baby. <laughs> Baby's okay. You, 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 the, first of all, you're, if, if you fall down, down the stairs with a baby or you almost fall, whatever, because I've, I've almost fallen a thousand times, you, you like make sure you protect the baby from, from falling. And, and so any, your, 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 your own body positioning is going to be the thing that, that's, that uh, takes the fall harder than the baby. Um, but when you do have a baby, you lose all sense of balance. And I'm not just talking about physical balance. I'm talking about like life balance, professional balance. You have no balance. The, 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 the world is, is topsy turvy. If you believe in the flat earth, it's, it's, it's definitely not, not on equilibrium anymore. Uh, you, you, you have no sense of balance whatsoever with, with children. Um, and I didn't realize this. But when you're carrying a baby, you can't see your feet. You don't know where you're going, especially downstairs, because like stairs are, are not that wide. So you kind of put it on faith that your feet are going where they're supposed to go. Um, and when you add in a cat to that mix, in the morning, especially for whatever reason, our our cat, Tuna the cat, is just especially crazy and wants to attack your feet. So it's running around your feet as I'm walking down down the stairs with with. Well, see, that's that's a problem I have too, like carrying laundry baskets, any kind of box where i can't see my feet and i have bailey she runs up and down the stairs and gets in our way so i, yeah. I curl my toes on the edge of the steps that's that's my uh my defense against that okay um and another thing i when, when i heard the injury i didn't know whether he was going up the stairs or down the stairs but um physics and logic di- dictate that you can't fall up the stairs so he fell down the stairs just 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 from from physics and logic um and i know i know that it was um a carpeted stair uh because like if you're wearing socks or even bare feet it's so much easier to slip on the carpeted stair if it was a hardwood stair then then like you've got like a natural grip right there and it always happens whenever you fall down the stairs it's in that little little triangular area when the stairs twist around the 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 to in order to kind of like create the little turn they have that little kind of twist well we just have a landing where it like you go up the stairs you have that big square and then it turns well we we have well there's we have kind of like a little twisty kind of thing and so that little area is where you step and you don't and and there's there's like the most minimal area of stair and that's that's where you fall that's the spot where you fall and that, so that's that's what happened. And, and he was trying to save his baby from from injury. And, and so I guess he landed on his throwing arm or what was it a throwing arm? Um, I'm not sure, but I assume so, because if it was I mean, if if, it, if he bruised his catching arm, probably wouldn't affect him pitching suppose, too much. Right. I suppose. So so that that's what happened. That's that's what happens when you fall down the stairs. Um, bottom line is no no life personal physical life balance when when you're on when you have a baby so you have to be extra careful on the stairs i guess the other um other positive out of that is that uh ray is able to be with his family which i think for most of the sports last year a lot of the players were not able to be around their family so oh yeah uh, that's that's good for the mental health aspect of it sometimes yes uh okay so going backwards again um walk i guess uh i i have two notes here i can't remember if i wrote both of them but i do, i know i did write spring training finally over um, well, well we that's... both we, i wrote the second part of this but it happened to okay us both. 
Um, I slept through the walk-off win. So did you again? So well, I didn't. So here's the thing: I didn't sleep through the win. I slept through like most of the first five innings. But then I we we put on a movie or something instead, or a TV show or something. And then at the end of the night, we're going upstairs. I went to check the score and like, oh, they they won six to five. How did that happen? Well, one of the good things, yeah, I know. One of the good things in that game was was uh, Vladdy's home run. It was like like zero long launch angle. It seemed like, and it just shot out of the out of the stadium. And and I I, I tweeted this earlier. I was I was gently lulled to sleep by the by the butterfly effect of that swing. It it was a it was a beautiful thing to see. But I I woke up and all of a sudden like Sportsnet uh, replays were on. I was like, oh, they they won. But uh, I, I caught it all the way up until I think I was starting to go in and out around the seventh or eighth inning. But I I, I was uh, I, I I caught the kind of rally, so I was, I was like, well, I should kind of stick with this to see how it goes. And and yeah, they won. That was good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I I think part of I mean, other than just being tired, um, is kind of disappointing. I think th- that game they had some pretty bad defensive plays uh but i could be mixing it with other spring training games where they mean kind of bad it could just so. be spring training i don't know yeah. um yeah I, I didn't really notice that but yeah i was probably tired the whole game and yeah <laughs> okay home run uh this one you wrote down so you'll have yeah, to oh, expand this- on it ESP, espn had a, a story that was ranking the top 100 they're like a, a there are probably a hundred different top 100 articles out there, but this one I noticed, and 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 these six Blue Jays made the list, and these and, and in general on most top 100 lists you're going to find these guys on them anyways. But uh, Marcus Simeon, Vladimir Guerrero, Hyunjin Ryu, uh, Bichette, Springer, oh, and Biggio too. Uh, they all they all made the the ranking in in ESPN's top 100. So that's that's nice to see so many Blue Jays uh, making that list. Um, your 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 uh, favorite or or your kind of guy to watch for Teoscar didn't make the list, but um, I think that maybe next year, if he does have the kind of season you're, you're hoping he does, you might see him on, on some top 100 lists next year. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just seeing clicking. I clicked through on the article and the headline is ranking baseball's best players from 100 to 51. Um, well, that's the I first half. So. What's that? that? Well, that was the first half of the article, obviously. Right. But I guess maybe um, I it's not such a bad thing that maybe uh, Hernandez isn't listed as one of the best 100. Like they don't all have to be uh, in the in the top 100 because well, there were more than 100 baseball players in the Major League Baseball. So yeah. so so well, but you know to have six of them in the top 100 is is good. Is, yeah. is that good? Um, I'd but, like to see more more pitching in the top 100 from them uh, or just i guess i we we would all want to see more improved pitching and better better arms yeah. on the, in the list but uh i guess we can't we can't have all of our players be in the top 100 well that's what i'm saying i i think uh hernandez is um you know one of the better players on the blue jays if he maybe he's not in the top 100 of the league but uh maybe he's 101 who knows we don't see the rest of their of their list do we we do not. So yeah, he's he, yeah he's probably one on one. Yeah. Okay, let's go to our season preview because I think we're pretty much done with spring training. At least I know yeah. I am. Uh, so, so so 
What are we? Are we doing B team or are we doing the the, the season preview? What are we doing here? No, let's let's do the season preview. I'll, I've got a, a longer uh, notes for okay. B team. I, I think I want to get into um, the preview. So um, I, I I kind of followed your lead on this. So we kind of we broke it down by postseason predictions and yeah. um, and awards. So. This let's go with the the awards first. How about because that's okay. regular season. So yeah, okay. Uh, um, so so my I I kind of am buying all the hype on Shohei Otani as being as as, as kind of kind of have like that. I guess you call it a breakthrough year for him. I I think that if he manages to have a full year of pitching and hitting, he's going to be the MVP and he's going to be kind of what he's he's going to be the spark for what kind of puts the angels into the playoffs. So I think that he's going to be the MVP on the AL side. Um, we talked about Juan Soto a couple weeks ago he, and there's been a lot of people talking about him lately. Cause he's just, I think the best hitter in baseball right now. Um, and so I think that he's going to show that for a full season. He showed it, he showed it last year, but nobody really saw it uh, because he missed the first week and from, because of COVID and everything. Uh, and I didn't even see it I, and because the Nationals were just not a good team last year. But Juan Soto on the NL side is going to be the MVP and, and is what I'm I'm thinking. Um, okay. And I guess more for, for Cy Young, for AL, I'm hoping this will happen. This is just me being a Blue Jays fan. Uh, but I'm guessing that Hyunjin Ryu is going to take away the AL Cy Young uh, award. And uh, I've, seen some, I've seen some articles that do list him as a favorite. Uh, yeah. I was looking at some some betting odds and whatnot, and he's I think in the top five. So there's okay. there's a chance. He's a dark horse. Yeah, yeah. And on the NL side, I'm think I'm thinking uh, Jacob Degrom is gonna is gonna win the uh, NL Cy Young because um, he seems from what I've heard he seems to be like increasing his 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 velocity year by year. Uh, he's just a, a really good solid player. Um, the 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 defense is better behind him. For the Mets, um, and and just kind of the vibe on that team is, is better in general, and he's just a really good pitcher. So uh, I think that uh, we're we're seeing the 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 emergence of of a new dominant arm on on the NL side. Okay. Um, well, so before I get to my choices, I I tried to pick some some different options from from you just to have a a, a different just so that we're not agreeing on everything every single thing, but uh, for the AL MVP, I think uh, I, I'm with you on Shohei Otani. I mean, I'm vaguely aware. I was vaguely aware of him before going into this season. Uh, like I was aware that he both pitches and hits. Uh, so I'm kind of in the same boat. If he both pitches well and and hits well and is able to do both on a regular basis, then, you know, that's whether he really like is the the heart behind the team or whatever. Like I think having a player in the AL, especially who can hit and pitch, um, then that's, that's kind of like, that's very rare for one thing. Cause yeah, we, we know most pitchers can't hit very well. And well, let's uh, not, let's also not forget about Mike Trout, but yeah. Um, one thing I forgot to mention, and this is kind of going back to the whole spring training cliche thing is he also, gained muscle in the offseason he came out uh he looking bigger than he did last year so that's another reason why i think that he can um survive the the year without too too many uh 
setbacks as far as injury goes. Well, a- anyway, I-, I think that just the the you know being a hitter and a good pitcher is probably would be enough to make him an MVP. Yeah, I, yeah. That's what um, NL MVP. I went with Fernando Tatis Jr. Uh, mm-hmm. from the Padres. Right at the team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Sometimes I, I doubt myself with the players, but um, I don't know. I, I think he's a good young player. Uh, he's been he's been hitting very well. Maybe a bit optimistic to for a player that young to be named an MVP, but I don't I don't think so. He's he's about he's maybe if a little younger than than Soto. Like Soto's like twenty two or twenty three, something like maybe twenty four. I don't know. Like just I think age. We're getting to a point now in baseball where um, age isn't so much of a detractor as far as, as voting for awards. It's because I guess, no, I guess what I'm thinking more of is like, he's closer to being a breakout candidate than an MVP candidate is what I'm thinking. Yeah. No, he's, he's ascended quickly. So, uh, and then I have my Cy Young choices and I really don't have much, uh, much reasoning behind them beyond. I wanted to pick some different names, but Garrett Cole, I did, I did some, rudimentary research and and my two picks are you know not locks but they're pretty well agreed on but garrett cole for cy young for the american league yeah uh from the yankees and then the nl cy young who i kind of forgot that he wasn't on the on texas anymore but you darvish for you're you're way behind because he's he went from texas to the dodgers to the cubs and then he was just traded to the padres well, there we go. So I've got two Padres uh, for awards. That, that so was you're, just you're going all in on the Padres. <laughs> that that um, that's not quite, but we'll get there. <laughs> no, but the Padres, um, they are going to be on the NL side, probably the most exciting team to watch. And I'm I'm a fan of the Dodgers, so watching those matchups, and I'm going to try to stay up and watch those because they're not going to start till like. Oh, 10 or 11, 10 o'clock uh, on Eastern time uh, time zone. But I'm going to try to stay up and watch those games because those are going to be really fun matchups to to watch. They're they're the 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 most exciting rivalry right now to watch in baseball. I think. Okay, well, let's uh, go to the National League because um, we have. Uh, uh, let's save the American League for last because we okay. we know we follow the Blue Jays so. We're going to follow the American League by default, but uh, National League. So let's go with uh, your East Division winners. I've got I've got the Mets. I think that uh, while there has been a little bit of distraction in the offseason for them, I think that um, they are going to have a uh, they, they have the, the best team right now to to win. It's going to be the NL East is is going to be a fun race to watch because. Uh, the the Mets, the Braves, the Nationals are all going to be very competitive. Even the Phillies, uh, if they can get their pitching right, um, will we'll be in on the mix too. Uh, I don't think that the Marlins are going to make the playoffs again this year. They, they that was kind of a fluky year for for yeah for them last year. And um, who's left? Who's left in that? I'm missing one. Marlins. No. Is that all? You got them all. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I think that. Um, 
that's going to be a really fun race to watch. Um, and again, opening day, uh, Mets and Nationals opening night baseball is going to that's going to be a really fun game to watch because it's going to be Max Scherzer versus Jacob Degrom uh, facing off. So that that's going to be really like the, those. That's that, that's basically like unstoppable force versus immovable objects as far as those two pitching staffs lining up against each other. Um, and then um, they have another strong arm who, who went through Tommy John last year, uh, Noah Syndergaard, who's going to be kind of coming back nice. probably June, July-ish uh, from what I've I've heard. So so that'll be kind of like one of those like uh, additions without having to to add a player around the trade, trade deadline that'll improve their team. So assuming, you know, uh, assuming every... With all these predictions, assuming that they stay healthy, um, I think they're the team to beat in the East. Uh, well, my choice was the Braves. Um, they've been a pretty, a pretty strong team, and uh, they're also not the Mets. So that was <laughs> I had the I had the uh, advantage of seeing your list before I made mine. So yeah, I was wondering uh, whether I should I should I should show you my list or not. But I, I I thought that it might give you a little a little a little uh, help. <laughs> yeah. So but. I I did do some reading around for some of this, and I, I, the Braves do seem like a uh, it's a fair choice, good choice. Um, so going on to the Central, well, I but to, to, to talk about the Braves really quickly though, they have another one of the most exciting players in the league, and Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, their second baseman, I forget his name, that was also pretty pretty fun to watch too. Um, so they can't they're, be that they're, much. They're, can't remember. Well, I just, <laughs> just I wasn't prepared really to talk about them that much, but. Uh, they they have an exciting they have another exciting youthful team to watch um, and it's it's kind of um, I guess interesting to see how they're how they're built and 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 perform just because of Alex Anthopoulos too because he's their GM. <laughs> That's right. I do I do remember that he is the Braves GM. So uh, interesting to see what kind of moves might be made during the season too. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'll, I'll go for for my pick for the central first. Uh, I went with the Cardinals, um, mainly because um, I I, I kind of feel like the Cardinals are a team that's sort of like uh, the Dodgers and and the Yankees and what like they're usually a strong like a super team. team. You mean? No, not a super team, but they're usually a strong team. They don't go through a lot of uh, like lean years. Um, and it, it, when they do, they don't seem to last very long. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I think in general, uh, I just like the, the Cardinals for the central that, um, I'm, I, I think that, I mean, I don't think they're going to do a lot in the postseason, but I think they're, mm-hmm. they're pretty good, uh, choice for division leaders. I also, we'll, we'll get to it, but I, I think the Brewers are probably not, uh, as as strong, even though I'd like them to be, uh, as we talked about in our National League B team uh, preview. But uh, yeah, I think I, I think it's the Cardinals. Well, the Cardinals are strong on an offensive st- uh, standpoint, and uh, and also like defense, like like not not pitching, just defense. They're 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 good. Like they just got. Uh, the best third baseman uh, in the league by trade, Nolan Arenado, uh, where I think that they're not going to perform so well as starting pitching. That's why I didn't pick them uh, for the central. I picked the Brewers for the for the for the uh, for the central winner because of their pitching, because of their relief pitching, because of their their starting pitching, uh, because of their their defense. They're the, I think the Brewers are the more, most complete team in the central. Um, 
but I wouldn't be surprised. Like I wouldn't be surprised if if the Cardinals won. Uh, I also wouldn't be surprised if somehow the Cubs came came uh, through and, and and took the division, or maybe even the Reds could come as, as a dark horse team. The Reds are going to be an interesting team to watch as well. I don't, but I think bottom line is that the Brewers have the most complete team. Um, and they have, I think, probably one of the smartest front offices in baseball running the team. So I think that the the, the Brewers are going to come out and win the Central. Okay. Um, well, for the West, we have... Did we talk about the AL Central? Um, AL Central. No, I don't think we did. No, you know what? I just went straight to the NL. We. Oh, no, we haven't talked about the AL yet. No. No, we're talking, talking National League. Uh, for the West, we both said uh, the Dodgers. Um I, I, I don't think that's that's going to be like I, I don't know if they're going to like run away with it uh, by a long shot. Like I I think they'll be well ahead. But I mean, they're not they're, their team is not all that different from the team that won the World Series last year. Right. It's, and they it's, added they added they added the, the Cy Young Award winner Trevor Bauer. So they've, they've actually gotten a lot better. I, I think that they're going to win at least 105 games this year. So that's a lot. That's a lot. I, I feel like that was that's a pretty easy choice to the Dodgers. So I, I don't think we were arguing too much of that one. Well, they're gonna. They, what's gonna happen is the Dodgers and the Padres have the Giants, Diamondbacks, and Rockies to kind of um, beat upon <laughs> as far as like their win totals go. Um, Giants and 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 Diamondbacks are 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 not bad teams by any means, but they they just they don't they, they don't stack up against the Dodgers and the Padres. Yeah, no, which... my worry about the Padres is is their pitching though. I worry that they're um gonna like I worry about the uh like about you Darvis. Sh- like making it through an entire season. I worry that they're, they're, they're going to not injuries are going to be what um, are the ultimate weakness and downfall of the Padres. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's maybe why we both agree that they're going to be one of the NL wild cards, uh, probably the, the first wild card, uh, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, so and I, I we, also we, wanted to, uh, we also wanted to talk about the worst teams in the league too. Before we get to our playoff playoff matchups, or well, hang, hang on, hang on, because okay. um, we we have the same uh, wild card for the Padres, but uh, we we have two different second wild card teams. So oh yeah, I, I have I have the Braves as wild card. Yeah, too. And and I have the Brewers, and I think uh, I, it's hard to say which one is more likely, but it's I find it interesting that our second wild card so it's so your second wild card the braves is my choice for the nl east and then my choice of the brewers is your pick for the nl central so i think probably somewhere in between one of those is is going to be correct i think Uh, that i'm going to say that i'm going to be the correct one it might not be necessarily the specific teams that i've picked are correct (laughs) but i think just like the nl east is such a strong division that and and also the nl west each of those divisions are going to get one of the the wildcard teams so Fair so enough. so that's that's what i'm my mind thinking the padres for sure are a wildcard team and then it's going to be one of the one of the, could be could be the braves it could be the mets could be the the phillies could be the nationals 
one of those four teams is going to is going to be one of the uh, one of the wildcard teams. Okay. Uh, well, before we move on to the American League, because yes, so let's save our World Series matchup for for last. Yeah. Uh, worst team for the NL. Worst um, team in 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 like the worst team um, is going to be the Pirates, just because that they're they're rebuilding. But I wanted to give an honorable mention to the Rockies because they're just the worst run team in baseball. And I feel really bad saying that because I'm I'm kind of root for them a little bit. Like they're they're I, I spent a week in Colorado and, and I, I love the state. I love the the people. I, it's, a, it's a really great beer drinking state. Uh, play, just it's a cool place to be. And I like I've, I've really enjoyed watching the Rockies play baseball recently up until <laughs> Up until this season when they traded Nolan Arenado, but the Athletic really like Ken Rosenthal wrote a really scathing article about just how badly they're running all like yeah they, they all their uh, free agent spending in the past like few years I think it totaled to like negative three WAR or something like that like they just don't know how to pick players and 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 run a baseball team in a in a smart way. Well, and that I, I didn't read that whole article, but uh, that pretty much is what convinced me to to name them as the worst team. So did you name them the worst because they're just the worst or do you think they're going to have the worst record in general? I, I think they're going to have the worst record. Uh, I, I think just, where 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 there's some some positives for the Rockies is they, they have one of the best shortstops in the league in Trevor Story. It, it'll be interesting to see what they do with him, whether they because he's, I think, a free agent after this year. So they may end up trading him away. Um, and then they also have, um, oh, I'm just blanking on the, the outfielder. Uh, he has a mullet. He's a, he's their center fielder. But like they have they have some some players still, and they have some some they they could end up winning more. They will end up winning more baseball games than the, than the the Pirates. Not a lot more, but uh, yeah, they're. I, I think that they do have a little bit of a couple bright spots. Uh, so so your thinking is that they'll probably luck into some wins like. You know, well, no, maybe no, someone will make a mistake they, on defense, and they'll, they'll they'll win some games because they do still have some players who can play baseball left on their team. But um, they'll they'll probably trade some of those players. Like Trevor Story will probably get traded uh, at the deadline so that they don't lose him for nothing. Okay. Like right now well, they're paying. They, did you know they're they're paying fifty million dollars so that um, uh, Nolan Arenado can play for the, the 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 Cardinals this year. The Cardinals are not paying his salary. The 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 Rockies just wanted to be rid of his contract, so they weren't hooked on the hook so for whatever like is, Johnny, whatever, whatever is, uh, the the uh, the Rockies um, or sorry, he is the uh, the Cardinals David Justice, although he's better. Uh, yeah, I guess if you're talking about the, re- referring to Moneyball, yeah. so I, I guess like what I'm what what you could take from that is if the if the Cardinals do for for some reason end up winning the World Series, I think all the Rockies front office should get uh, World Series rings. <laughs> they helped them along, yeah. Yeah. Um, American League, let's uh, let's save the East for last. So let's okay. start in the West for this one. Now you have you have the Astros. Yeah. Um, um, they're, I, I, I think that they're probably still a a decent enough team. Um, they're also not your pick. Um, (laughs) 
I don't know. I I think that the Angels are. Um, I mean, they have the good players on the Angels, but uh, they always seem to find a way to be not good. Um, well, the Angels' question is is pitching, like yeah. other than Otani, like so. Yeah. And then Texas, uh, I never choose Texas. Um, I don't know. I just don't ever see them as being very good, and I think they're kind of they are, are kind of along the same trajectory as the like they they were kind of in the same position as the Blue Jays when they met in the playoffs uh, those two years, like kind of along the same levels as that's my perception. So like they're kind of on the down slide. They're for that they're, they're just actually they're just starting a rebuild like they, yeah. they didn't know where they, they were they didn't know who they were for a couple years um uh and so they're just kind of starting the rebuild i think what they wanted last year going into last year uh and they and they kind of struck out on free agent signings was they wanted to have and also because of covid they wanted to have a, a good team going into their new stadium um so they they were trying to like they're trying to get rendon they're trying to sign all these free agents but they they, they didn't get them um right. and then so now so now they've decided to to be a rebuilding team so and then the then Seattle, um, I don't know. I, I their uh, their front also, office their front office things aside, um, Seattle seems more like a team that is that will be trying to get the wild card spot, but they'll just miss out. Like maybe they'll be the third third team, like possibly the third team, third or fourth team behind the second wild card spot. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think the Astros have a chance to uh to win it but uh you have a different opinion yeah i i think that the a's are gonna get it because they they just find a way to 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 win baseball and, and to be a good team so the the oakland and they were a good team last year they've 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 made the playoffs like two or three years at least in a row so i think that the a's are gonna gonna win uh that division pretty easily um i don't think it'll be too too close um yeah uh, i think it's kind of similar to the West uh, on the NL where kind of the A's and the angels. And, and I guess the, the, I guess pretty much like Texas and, and Seattle are going to be the team that the A's angels and Astros kind of feed upon uh, as far as like wins go. Uh, the Mariners are a rebuilding team. They're better. They're better than the uh, Rangers for sure. Uh, again, yeah, their their front office also gets to get an honorable mention for the worst because their their president was basically admitted to kind of and all teams are doing this, but to basically, uh, I guess, game the 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 uh, call up system for for young players and everything. But that's that's a whole different story. Anyway, so yeah, I think that the A's are going to win the West. Okay. Um... AL Central, we differ on this one as well, but I think that goes back to our discussion last week of the B team. Um, I picked the Twins. I think I was pretty positive on them last week when we were talking about them. Um, I I could see it going either way for them, either being a division winner or um, being a wild card. But I don't know. I, I think I like the Twins. They've they've got some good uh, a good core that they could uh they could take the AL Central not by a lot but I think that they will they'll win. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be close between them and the White Sox. Um White Sox did have a big uh injury uh happen yeah. last week. Eloy Jimenez, he's he's one of their best hitters, maybe their best hitter. Um is out for the season basically with a with a pectoral 
uh, tear, I think it is. Which sounds very painful, especially for a baseball player. Yeah, I guess when you're swinging the bat, that's one of the ma- major muscles that gets used. Um, so he's out for the season. Uh, but they still have a very um, a very good uh, roster. Um, interestingly, I wonder, I, I think I saw this tweet today, like, I wonder if if they'd be willing to trade some of their pitching to the Jays for some outfield help. I saw I saw someone tweet something about that uh, earlier today. So that, that could be uh, an interesting matchup as far as trades go. But I think that the White Sox are the team to beat in the, in the central, maybe even, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it. Oh, at let's, that. let's save that. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What's that? No, go ahead. Uh, well, let's, let's go to the East. Uh, we both wrote down the Yankees. Um, I mean, I don't think that's a surprise to many people. I no. I just don't see the Blue Jays getting all that close to them. Maybe maybe the Yankees don't run away with the division like the Dodgers might. But I think, uh, I think yeah, I, they're they're a super team. But I think what if there's any hope for the Jays being at least close to them as far as uh, in the mix for the division is injuries. Like it seems like almost like a pokeru situation between um, Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Judge. Like they, nobody's ever like they, they can never be in the lineup at the same time. They're all one or the other is always injured. And I think um, their 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 pitching situation is a little iffy too, other than Garrett Cole. Um, so, but again, the Yankees just have that magic where like, if they, you put them on the roster, they just, everybody kind of just magically gets, becomes a better player. Um, so, so I think, I think that, um, you got to weigh the Yankees magic versus their, their injury history. So that's the, the kind of hope that we can look to as far as the Jays having a chance, uh, in, in the division. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of the Jays, we both picked them as the AL wild card. I think probably the first wild card, right? I think. I don't know. It's hard hard to say place because I'm I'm thinking now place. if you were looking at the at the race in the central, like that's gonna be a tight race too. It could be and like I could be like wrong. It could be that the Twins or the White Sox win one of the wild cards too. So, and well, the, I, I picked the, the White Sox. I picked the White Sox for the second wild card. Yeah. Um, like I think the twins and the white Sox are close enough. Like I said, um, that I, I don't think that the twins will win the central by all that much. So that's why I think the white Sox will be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I could probably easily switch the two teams, uh, the white Sox and the twins. But I, yeah. I think especially now with that injury, I lean more towards the white Sox being a wild card team, but you and have a different, I have, team. I have the angels, but we can yeah. also, let's also not, we shouldn't forget about the Tampa Bay Rays, but I, I, my opinion is I think that they're kind of um, getting a little bit too cocky about their, uh, about like trading away players because they traded away Blake Snell to the Padres, like their best pitcher. So they're just like yeah. saying, yeah, you know, we don't need good players. Like they, they do have probably um, Tyler Glass now is could be the best pitcher in the league too. Like so he he's another another um, candidate for Cy Young as well. Um, he's a very, he's a very good pitcher. 
But I think that the, the Rays are just getting cocky. You know, like, we, oh, we got to the World Series. Let's just trade away our best, one of our best pitchers, and 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 we'll 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 keep it rolling. But I think that uh, this is going to be the 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 kind of um, Icarus kind of moment where they they fly too close to the to the sun, and the sun being that they're 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 mo of not spending money on anything <laughs> yeah I, I still see them as third in the al east though probably yeah no that's where i see them too um, um where are we gonna go worst team now yeah worst al team i we both said orioles but um yeah. i i'll specify i think orioles will be absolute last in the league okay uh, no, that's, that's fair that's what i think yeah so that's and why i said my- by a large margin my honorable mentions went to the Rangers and the Red Sox as far as being the worst. And again, not for record, but just just ownership. Like ah. for me, I put the Rangers down because for two reasons. Now, reason number one is they still employ Rukned Odor. And if we all remember, he's the d- dude who punched Jose Bautista in the face. So so yeah. that's that's reason number one. The bigger reason, though, is what they're doing uh for for covid on opening day they're they're keep opening their stadium for everyone and and that's just they're not responsible so that's that's why they get an honorable or dishonorable mention for 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 worst team and the other uh honorable mention for worst team i put was for the red Sox because last year the before last year they traded away mookie bets like you know they're they're they should be they're one of the most i think recently they it was released um the most valuable teams like i think the yankees are the most valuable and number two being the red Sox or the the Dodgers, like they're, they're the top three most valuable teams, and they're 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 just trading away players and not making uh, I think a a good faith uh, attempt to to win because they just don't want to uh, go over that uh, the the luxury tax or whatever. You, you think they're basically waiting until uh, maybe are they waiting until the other teams start like uh, going down a bit, like taking their no, uh, they're just they're just. They're, for whatever reason, one of the richest baseball teams uh, on the planet, one of the three rich, richest baseball teams on the planet, is just trying to save money when when they could just they could have uh, they could have re-signed Mookie Betts. They could still have that player. They could still still have one of the best top three players in the league, but they decided to trade him away. So I, I think just the the fact that they they let a player like that go. And and also the fact that they're the Red Sox, they're they're my least favorite team <laughs> in baseball. Like I, I I hate the Red Sox. Don't you have a Red team. Sox hat though? No, I don't. I have a, I, oh. oh that B hat is a Brooklyn Dodgers hat. Oh okay. Yeah no I would um, not like when I when I go to a baseball game I buy a baseball hat. Um, they're one of the few teams. The Yankees and the Red Sox are one of the few teams that I would not buy a hat. I also also I went to Cleveland and I bought a Rockies hat instead because the Cleveland hat is is racist. So <laughs> I, I I well also their their C hat is kind of boring. Like, I, I kind of like the C actually, but but I can't support um, that. Well, aren't they aren't they now the Cleveland baseball team? No, no, they no, they. Not- they're they're still using the Indians uh, nickname on their on their jerseys. They're just oh, okay. I don't know what their I don't know what their plan is. They 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 could just they would just use Cleveland as a as a name logo on their jersey and be totally fine. But for some wow. reason they're not doing that. And uh, anyways, um, so we have so they, our... get a, they, get, they get a dishonorable mention too. Cleveland, you you get a dishonorable mention too. And okay. yeah, so there you go. Okay, so we have our our division. Winners and wild cards. Um, so World Series matchup. Um, yeah, I've got the. Yo, you you want to go or you want me to go? Yeah, 
I'll I'll just say that we both have the Dodgers on the National League side. Yeah. I think that's not going to be a surprise. I don't I don't think that uh, I, I think they're just too big of a team to to roll over. Yeah. The only chance is maybe that uh, I I don't think it's even a it's remote chance that they have like the you know the World Series hangover or whatever. But it was a short season last year, so yeah. It's not like they even played that many games. No, but they're so. just a really good team. I, like even if it was a full season, they would have been the favorite for the World Series last year, and like there would be no hangover for, for them this year. Yeah. So um, our our second team for the American League, uh, we come back to our both out our, of the Central. Yeah, we come back to our um, Twins versus White Sox. So I went with the Twins. You know, the, twins. the American League representative. That is me being uh, uh, hopeful for the Twins to finally yep. win a playoff round. For the Twins to win a playoff round, they, I think that they will have to beat the Yankees. And if that if they do match up against the Yankees, they I think they've lost something like 20 games in a row, something like that, against the Yankees in the playoffs. That that would be something just re- that's going to be a, if that happens, that would be a fun fun series to watch. Twins versus Yankees. Um, but I've I've got the White Sox coming out of the the Central because I think that they're the, the 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 favorite team and they're again they're going to be a fun team to watch this year even uh, even with their injury yeah injury? I think that they'll find they, they've got enough bats uh, to to make up for it and you know they they may find someone at the trade deadline to to kind of uh, help them out with that I think that I've heard um, that the Rangers have been trying to trade um, their big slugger Joey Gallo uh as well um he has he's a three true outcome guy he strikes out a lot but he he hits a lot of home runs and I, I've, there's some metrics and in, in some and in some articles just about how he's like he's a really good defensive player and he actually uh i think he's maybe cutting down on strikeouts or he's getting a lot of a lot of uh he has more more singles and strikeouts i don't know what it is but like he he's he could be a valuable addition to a team uh okay at the trade deadline well um i think that's uh that's a good start for our season preview um i think we're both pretty positive on the blue jays at least maybe they don't get very far in the playoffs but uh well actually just quick they'll be better than uh, last quick question though um do you see them uh being or in the in the obviously they're going to be the one wild card uh so they'll have the wild card play in game do you see them winning that game or losing that game uh, it just de- it depends on on how they match up pitching wise and who they match up against, because uh, yeah, like if if actually if it's a, pl- if it's a playing game, it de- it really depends on 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 how how the week has kind of stacked up uh, for their rotation first of all, and who who it can it can really go either way with the playing game. Um, yeah, I forgot that it's just going to be one game unless unless the, unless they change the rules the day before. Uh, like they did last year. Yeah, as as that was go. a bit. That was a bit weird. But I, yeah, I don't but know. I don't. Those. It's. Getting, I can't I, see I them doing that in the middle like, of the season. How will they do if they get past that game? Because they, it's 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 a coin toss. The the the, the playing game, and the, that's why they're they're fun to watch, and that's why it's better to win the division if you're if you're a team. That's um, if you're a, a baseball team, you want to win the division rather than get the wild card spot. Yeah. Um. I think that they're 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 still like at least another year away to like really making a big noise in the playoffs. Okay, well, 
Um, so other than the Blue Jays, though, we wanted to have a B team primarily for when Tanner Roark was pitching for the Blue Jays. But um, I think I think having a B team for someone to cheer for when the Blue Jays or mm-hmm. if the Blue Jays are out early. Yeah, um, I think that'll be good to have. So just to recap, we uh, we nominated from the National League, the Washington Nationals, which was your pick. Mm-hmm. I nominated the Milwaukee Brewers. And then from the American League, uh, I had the Minnesota Twins, and you had the Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. So um, you put this on me to to uh, pick the B team. I think most likely because I'm the more casual fan. So uh, I guess, and also because I'll be following all these teams anyways, probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, I I I put some thought into this. Um, I didn't I didn't rate it too much on the uh the the performance side of things because i i think we could probably just go through some other season previews from different publications and and kind of rank it that way but i think i thought it was more interesting to uh to use some of the uh, aesthetics to uh that we talked about in order to pick a team so i'll just go through these pretty quickly um so i picked uh, i had let's see one two three I had four main categories that I ranked them in, in order. Um, And uh, so those categories were uniforms, logos, and this was a new metric that I didn't tell you about, movie appearances. Oh, okay. And uh, players to watch. Um, And then I had, uh, I I did some random polling that I, I didn't tell you about, and then some negative points to try and balance it out a little bit. So, um I'm not going to go through the entire ranking, like what order I had the teams in, but um, I'll, I'll just uh, give you the the winners. So okay. uniforms, uh, I had the Brewers. Um, basically, I, actually, I'll, I, I'll go through the, the, the order for this one specifically. I had the Brewers, the Twins, the White Sox, and the Nationals. Um, the Twins and the White Sox, I think, were probably interchangeable. Um, but, uh, I had the white Sox above the nationals, I think for the pinstripes basically, Okay. but the twins, I had number two because of their, the colors, uh, they have a good, good color palette. Uh, but the brewers number one, because I, I had a look at the, the uniforms they released last year, which is what they're using. And it's pretty much like a perfect combination, especially their alternative uniform. Um, Logos, um, not a surprise here. I gave it to Brewers again because uh, of the the ball and glove and the, that makes the M and the B. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can beat that one. Um, so movie appearances, this one, uh, I ranked them the highest appearances to the lowest appearances. And I'll go through some of this a little bit. The White Sox were the, had the highest. Really? I mean, well, yeah, because... Uh, well, they had eight men out. Oh uh, yeah, Field oh, yeah. of Dreams. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure they appeared in all three of Angels in the Outfield, Moneyball, and Major League. They were. I think in actually it, Major League the focus, specifically. They weren't the focus of. They weren't the focus team. So I wouldn't count those. I would say just the the the, the focused team of the. No, of, but I I think I think Major League they're like the uh, the evil or the um, the main opposition because uh, they had the. I think actually it's Major League Two. They signed this big player, and then all of a sudden they couldn't afford him, and he played on the White Sox. 
I, if okay. I remember correctly. Um, then uh, the Twins. I only found Little Big League as the uh, I, I, and possibly um, they were uh, a direct-to-video major league sequel. I think they were involved in that one. Maybe. Um, the Brewers and Nationals were tied. The Brewers had uh, a Bernie Mac movie, Mr. 3000. Oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one, no. And the Nationals, I was actually surprised that they had one movie appearance. Uh, I believe it's a romantic comedy called How Do You Know? I don't even know that movie. No, me neither. Um, so, so how do you know that movie even exists? Oh, I, I looked up uh, movie appearances, and it... It took several searches to find the Nationals. I was okay. expecting. I might, ha- I might have to watch that movie just to see how terrible it is. It's a James L. Brooks movie, if that helps. Well, uh, that's that's a strike for it. Yeah. So, um, so players to watch the Nationals won that one for Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so I did. I mentioned the random polling. Um, so I just asked a couple of people if pick from these four teams don't tell me what uh metric like use whatever ranking system or whatever you want to use doesn't matter just pick one so the first answer i got was the brewers because their name starts with a b they're a b team yeah uh the white Sox were the other uh uh team because of their broadcast team apparently they have a very good broadcast team as i as I, i mentioned yes um the only uh the only negative point that i'll list off is just that uh the nationals are in the eastern time zone so i kind of thought that maybe picking a central time zone team would give us an advantage to try and uh you know catch some games and like offset hours you know i don't know it just gives us some more timing options is what i what i figure so um out of all that you can probably guess where I'm going. Uh, well, I'll let you. So I not going to be the, the based on your World Series matchup. I'm going to guess that you picked the Twins. You are you are incorrect. Uh, I actually picked the Brewers. Okay. Yeah. So um, the Brewers the are twins, the B team. The Twins are actually the the third place. Um, Nationals were the second place. So I I came close to picking the Nationals. Surprisingly. Oh wow. Wow. Um, The uh, movie appearance metric, I did it in reverse order. So um, the the teams with the lowest movie appearances had a higher point total when I I put it all together. So like the White Sox, you know, are because they've been in so many pop culture appearances. uh, They don't need need the extra attention. Exactly. So (laughs) so that so we're our B team is uh, the Brewers. Okay, we congratulations, Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. That okay. might have to be my next hat purchase. Well, see, that's that's uh, where the logo consideration came in, too. I thought uh, maybe I might get a Brewers hat because I, I do enjoy the logo. Whether they were the B team or not, um, I do like them. Um, th- that's the other thing about just quickly about the logos before we move on is that all three, except for the White Sox, they have some sort of some form of a logo with like the circle and the baseball in it. Okay. Yeah. So that that came into consideration too. All right. Okay. So there it is, Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, I guess we have our uh, personal stuff to go through. Yeah. Um, well, um, to 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 follow through on the notes from 
our wives, Krista said I should do a, a, a dad hacks segment. So I'll do that really quickly. Um, I, I guess um, the one that, that I use the most often is where we have a, a, a special way to get Leo to kind of do what we want him to do. Uh, if, uh, like the most common one is, is he loves to play upstairs, but when it's time to go, come downstairs, uh, to get him downstairs, we say, do you want me to, to, to carry you downstairs or do you want to do it all by myself? Whether, whatever, whatever choices there are, if you, if you give all by myself as a choice, he will always pick all by myself and he will do it. So he'll say, oh, I want to go downstairs all by myself. So that's, that's dad hack number one. Give them the option to do it all by themselves and they will always choose all by themselves. Um, dad hack number two is um, when you're baking things um, on, a, on like, a, a, like a baking pan, use um, parchment paper or aluminum foil on top of the pan so that you don't have to wash the pan underneath afterwards. That's that's those are my, those are my dad hacks. So here's um, maybe next week we'll have a theme something like dad hacks. <laughs> uh, home runs for the week then. Um, I'll start with mine. Snow melted uh, in our yard anyway, so that meant that we could pull out our uh, our our chairs. We have some very nice chairs that we got last year that we put out front so we can sit in the uh, in the front. And so I I took the took the tarp off and brought those out front put out our our patio excuse me patio table and chairs that uh, we sit in in the backyard for so we can eat outside folded up the tarp everything's all ready to go we just need the the ground to dry a little bit so there's there's my home run for this week uh my home run was um uh we we this is this is not the home run but i'll just preface the story with this uh we got the cat neutered uh last week and so because he was neutered he had to wear the e-collar, the cone of shame. So uh, for, in order to kind of, because because he like bangs into the wall walls a lot, he gets pretty noisy at nighttime. So we locked him away in in one of the bedrooms at night. And so as a result, I had a week's worth of foot freedom from the cat. So like he he was not there to attack my feet in the middle of the night. So that was my <laughs> my, my feet could could sleep undisturbed. I can I I could have them poking out of the blankets if I wanted to. So I had a, a week of foot freedom from the from from the cat. Very nice. Um, you have a uh, a follow up underneath that. You do uh, a quintuple steal. Oh yeah, the quintuple steal. Yeah. So yesterday at breakfast, um, yeah, it's the very rare and impossible quintuple quintuple steal uh, occurred. So um, Leo, uh, he usually ta- he usually likes to eat anything off of Krista's plate. So he stole Krista's eggs, and while Leo was stealing Krista's eggs, Krista was stealing Leo's eggs. Uh, and, uh, and so I, and then I stole Leo's sausage. Um, and then Leo, uh, he usually doesn't eat all his breakfast and lately he's been wanting to, to eat Bo's breakfast. So he stole Bo's eggs and then Bo, uh, stole Leo's soother while Leo was eating Bo's eggs. So that was the kind of sounds a bit like a rundown too. Um, almost, it's almost a rundown, but uh, everybody, everybody got their, uh, achieved their stolen uh item so uh yeah the quintuple steal i'll I'll go over it again just so just so we can we can keep track of who's on first here uh leo steals krista's eggs krista steals leo's eggs i steal leo's sausage leo steals bo's eggs and bo steals leo's soother (laughs) so who's who scores in that situation someone's someone's we all all score we all we we all (laughs) score (laughs) 
Okay. Uh, well, I, I was going to list this as a strikeout, but I didn't want to keep listing weather as a strikeout. But so I, I turned it into a walk, uh, which also I was taking Bailey out for a walk uh, on a walk. Friday. And because I was uh, it was, you know, just after 10 o'clock, taking taking a little break from work and looking outside and like finally, like the rain has let up a little bit. And it was a good time to take Bailey out for a walk and not get absolutely soaked. And then about five minutes into the walk, uh, it started to pour. Uh, but <laughs> thankfully, um, Bailey had done everything she needed to do. So we were able to walk back. But uh, uh, yes, it, it did pour before we could get back to the house. Uh, yeah. Um, well, my, my walk is also partly to do with walks um, and the rain. Uh, because uh, there's this thing new thing uh, that Bo started doing this week called uh, he's he's having nap strikes, which basically means his afternoon nap he does not want to take. And part of that I've discovered discovered it the hard way was I take him out in the trailer for, in in the troller for his stroller, sorry, for his afternoon nap, and he cried uh, immediately pretty much when we when we started walking. Uh, the first time first day was like 20 minutes straight of crying in the in the stroller. The second day I I, I stopped after five minutes. Um, and every every day this week when I've tried to take him for his afternoon nap, he has said, nope, not going to happen. So that's, that's, <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's my strikeout story. That wasn't my walk. That's my strikeout. So that's, oh, that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. So just nap strikes. Uh, so that means that I have a, a baby who's sometimes today, today so far, he's only napped for a half hour. So I'm going to try to get him out in the stroller again this afternoon, maybe even though it's in the rain, um, I'm going to brave the rain and get him out there. And hopefully he will fall asleep in the stroller because uh, well there a- are some there are some periods of of uh, some breaks in the rain because before we started recording I was I, when I went out with Bailey it wasn't really raining all that much yeah. so we'll we'll, we'll be- see we'll see if we can find find a window but I'm fine just going out in the rain if it means that they're they're sleeping they're they're covered up they're fine <laughs> um, okay well uh, my strikeout um, was. It, I guess it almost hit by pitch, I guess you could say, but uh, lower back pain through most of this week. I haven't had that kind of lower back pain in like a year, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a frustrating few days this week because uh, I wasn't able to stand up straight for a little bit, had to yeah. some Voltaren and Salon paws and seems to be better now, but yeah, I, my great. my my entire since since Leo sleeps in the bed with us, like I have to sleep in a specific uh, position that that he dictates, and so like I twist all around. So I've had like a year's worth of just not not probably as bad as yours, but a year's of just general back pain just because I I, I, I like twist around in the bed. So that's that's no yeah, fun. Yeah, I think that's how I did it. I was yeah. moving. I must have twisted something while sleeping early in the week, and then that just yeah. did it for the rest of the week. Okay, well, I'll, I'll I'll do my my walk then since I did it I just did it out of order I guess. But my my walk and and this is as I was this has to do with my dad hack where you where you put the when when you're baking something to use your your parchment paper. But I realize if you're baking French fries or tater tots in the oven, you're supposed to flip them halfway through. But when you yep. flip them, how do you know which ones you flip? You never know uh, if if you've really flipped all of the tater tots. And in general, I think I just flipped them twice. They're not flipped at all. So this, that's just my walk. You, you you're, well, you're Tater tots at least are a little bit easier than like well tater tots you'd have to to know exactly which ones are flipped you'd have to take a set of pair of tongs and flip each one individually. I don't but have fries are fries are impossible. 
Yeah, you can, you never know if they're flipped. You just mix them up. That's all you yeah. do. Yeah. Just take a moment to feel the calm of the Brita water dripping through the charcoal, landing gently into the into the Brita jug. It's it's a little just tiny daily moment of Zen in your day. Uh, and and going off, off the theme of Zen, um, and this was Krista's point when I when I called her out on on not filling up the jug. Is the jug half full or is the jug half empty? That's it, it, and that's how you know if it needs to be full. Is it half full or is it half empty? Um, generally, I don't think that the, the Brita jug ever really gets totally empty unless you're really, really off the ball as far as filling it up. But I'm, I'm pretty consistent with that. But is it half full or half empty? Well, um, from our end, I'm going to say half empty because our, our uh, setup with our Brita filter, what we do is we have a whole bunch of water bottles and uh and that includes our soda stream bottles we fill those up with the filtered water and so that ends up we end up emptying the filter whenever we fill them up so uh then we just use the what's the water in the filter for uh either pouring a glass of water or filling up a bottle so if it were to be half halfway then it's half empty because we need to fill it up again, either the bottles in the fridge or the Brita filter itself. Okay, so half empty. Okay. Um, okay, so I don't think we have anything specific planned for next week. We have some notes for future episode ideas, but... Uh, I think we'll I just think... talk about how about the opening week of, of baseball and, and the Blue Jays. I think that'll yeah, it'll be, and... it'll be a fun, fun uh, week to have actual baseball. Our our home run will be well actually things I think we'll only have like uh, two and a half days of baseball really because yeah. this season starts on Thursday. Well we'll watch the Brewers too a little bit I'm sure so yeah um, we'll talk about how the Blue Jays have gone two and zero at least because I don't think they'll have finished their game when we record on Good Sunday. Point. Yep, and all they're they'll have uh, at least nine home runs because each player in the lineup will hit one home run at, at least. least at least yeah. yeah okay well that's it uh that's it for this week then okay See you later goodbye everybody